Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. So I think for the first time in like two months, we're going to be doing news. Why not The Flash? Well, nobody saw The Flash. That's so, true. Not, not just us. I mean, you might have yeah, saw it. No, I haven't. But I, I have wanted to, but I haven't got a chance The to. rest of the globe <laughs> has not seen The Flash. I'm definitely excited to see it just because of how bad the reviews are. Yeah. But I just haven't had the chance. It. It is. Um, it might go down as the biggest flop of all time. It is losing a lot of money right now. So the question is, do I go see it or just wait the three weeks till it'll be on Max? Because I might just hold out for Max. It just. It's just. I mean, again, why did they stick to their guns on this one? Yeah. Why did they? I know we've got things to talk about, but why did they throw Batgirl in the bin? But like, oh man, this thing that we've went through like fifty directors on and forty scripts, and we've essentially already made two versions of this fucking story, and our uh, our star is as canceled as a person can fucking be. <laughs> We're still going ahead with it. Well, you know what? That's a good point, Jehu, and it can bring us to our first article of news, which isn't on our list, that Andy Machete has already been given another DC project <laughs> in The Brave and the Bold. He will be directing Batman All right, uh. in the DCU. I haven't seen The Flash, so I have no idea how he does with Keaton, but... right. I mean, yeah, it's hard to know how much of whatever's not working with The Flash is, is his His fault. fault? He's the guy who did it. Is that the same Both guy? Both of them, yeah. Yeah, okay. And I mean, so that's that's a really spotty track record. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, if if this is even remotely watchable, then he probably is a hero. Yeah, you I've know? heard I've heard the Batman bit are the best bits in the movie. Right. Both. Both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. All right, on. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he is the guy to bring about forty-something-year-old Batman with children. Yeah. To the big screen. Uh, you know, I'm wearing, this is my favorite piece of news in the last two months. I'm very excited to talk about this. Okay. They're rebooting Dragonheart. They sure are. <laughs> with, uh, I think the rumored cast, if I remember correct, was Taron Edgerton and, uh... Someone you don't like. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson. But I'm on record in our set. If you're gonna make a new CGI grumpy loner dragon, Liam Neeson is the guy for Liam the Neeson is kind of the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, when we talked about this in our text thread, I said... This is the cast that ChatGBT would uh, pick. And Joseph immediately proved me wrong. <laughs> he, he asked ChatGBT, and it was not <laughs> it this was cast. Not, it cracks me up because I feel like one of the things that I think is, is I don't know if odd is the right word, <laughs> about the first Dragonheart movie is I've never looked at a dragon and imagined a heavy Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, apparently that's like now the thing we associate with Dragonheart. Because you're like, well, we don't have any famous Scots. But we'll get a thick Irish accent and <laughs> yeah. it'll probably work the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taryn's going to be a step up of old Dennis Quaid. But I don't know that I'm going to enjoy it as much. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if the first one's a good movie, but I love it. And I don't know. There's no way this one could hit me in the same way as the first one. When's the last time you guys rewatched it? Oh, God. I, I, I mean, the last time I rewatched it, I had to adjust the tracking. Yeah. So, it, you know. It, that sounds about right. It yeah. hasn't been that long ago for me i mean when i say that it probably five years right but i definitely have caught it on like tbs or on netflix or something but yeah i don't know this is very fun um also for casting not i don't know rumors i think this has been confirmed anyway chuatella ijafor joseph did i say that correct or no okay great we're going on uh and juno temple have been cast in venom 3 which i guess is gonna start filming soon i don't know where it stands with the writer's strike but 
hey, listen, Juno's riding high off that Ted Lasso money, and the guy I can't name, I can't pronounce, is a good actor. So I guess these are wins for Venom. I mean, the thing is, and we'll we'll talk about the flip side of this in a little bit. But, I mean, these movies, the Venom movies, despite not being good and not really even being of the times, are have been hugely watchable so far just because of Tom Hardy chewing up scenery. Sure. And mm-hmm. I'll I'll watch another one of these. Again, much like Dragonheart, I don't know if this is this will be good, but I bet it'll be fun. Any ideas on what the story would be? No clue. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, Did the first two have stories? I mean, that's fair. I'm just saying we are, you know, we shot our load with old Carnage. I mean, that's and- true. We've already used his big bad. So. Yeah. I don't, I, I wonder about people who are hitched, like venturing into superhero movies for the first time with these Sony spinoff movies. Because is it because no one else has asked them or... Is it because they are just like absolutely not tuned in and their agents are not tuned in and they're like, this is a great shot. These superhero movies make money. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Sony just pays well. You I think mean, so? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it can't be about the, the art form. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I was I'm going to talk about this later when we talk about the trailer, but I'll do it now. I do feel like there is sort of a, you know, if you don't have any interest in this genre, then... Probably Zack Snyder and James Gunn are equal to you. They've both made movies. They're stylish and have made money. Mm-hmm. You know, you you would have no idea that one is good and one is probably not good. And I think that's where it, these guys are coming from. They just, you know, I'm sure they have personal assistance. You can't trust the internet, but send them to the fucking comic book store. Just ask them, hey, is this a good idea? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the market yeah. research they need to do. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, probably a good spot. We like to typically group trailers together. But since we're on the note of Sony spinoffs, we have the first Craven trailer. Yep. And that's something. Man, it really it really looks like, I mean, to me, it just looks like a script that they had in a drawer. And they're like, we can tweak this around a little bit and make it a Craven. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it looks like also... Nobody in this knows anything about Craven or probably even Spider-Man, and they don't give a shit. You know, they just like, well, the, the people like this shit, so it'll make some money. Two, two things. One, we say this a lot, but I do feel like the Craven trailer feels like it was an SNL skit about like Wolverine Origins right. in like 2006, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but in 2023 somehow, right? And two, it fucking cracks me up that Sony's whole like. With the Amazing Spider-Man or Amazing Spider-Man Two, they were like, "Okay, we only have these these Spider-Man villains pretty much as our properties besides Spider-Man. Right? We'll just hammer in a Sinister Six, and that'll be a movie." And that fought really hard immediately. Right? Like, you know what our problem was? We were doing them all at once. We really should do them one at a time. (laughs) That's what's really going to get the people into the theaters. And like, also, I think you know. This was probably true of Jared Leto. I mean, this is definitely true of Jared Leto, but it's probably... What, what's this guy's name again? The guy playing... Aaron. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson. It's probably true of him, too. They probably looked at Tom Hardy in this and thought, well, even though that's not a great movie, that guy was having fun hamming it up. And I can probably do that, too. But I don't think these guys are Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy is unique, and that's a unique setup where he can have the conversation back and forth with himself. Like, there's nothing like that for Craven. Also, 
you remember that story of you know, we've we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, but with Sean Connery, you know, passing on the Matrix, passing on the Phantom Menace, and then and then going with fucking League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yep. Like, man, Russell Crowe's got that vibe. Yeah. Like, like when he picks something that's out of his wheelhouse, it's the Mummy reboot or this. <laughs> and I can understand how when you make a movie as awesome. As the you know, as the fucking nice guys and it bombs, it probably just breaks your brain. For you're, sure, you're probably just like, I mean, how do I pick what's good? Yeah, but- that's the thing about Russell Crowe is like, I, I don't give him a pass on whatever the fuck he wants to do for the rest of his career <laughs> because he, he's done enough. You know, right, like he, right. he can just do floppy bullshit for forever. Right, but like the rest of these people are like stars, like quote-unquote, on the rise, right. who are making a big mistake. <laughs> and I think that Aaron Taylor Johnson is really going to become a cautionary tale in this, because I think before this trailer go out, went out, everybody on Earth was like, that guy should be James Bond. And now we've seen that trailer, and we're like, maybe not. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else to add that you guys have already said. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it looks- I, I also hate how hard these movies try to be like, Spider-Man? Spider-Man's not going to be in this movie. Or is he? He's not. He's not laying on his back and there are spiders. You're like, oh my God, Spider-Man? No, he's not going to be there and it's stupid. We've talked about this before, but uh, I saw something a long time ago that changed the way that I consume the internet, which is if you ever see an article where the title is a question, the answer is always no. (laughs) And I think that applies here too. Yeah, All of these movies just... I, I hate the Joker. I don't like that movie, but I will say the Joker is the exception here. Right. And they're all trying to catch this lightning in the bottle, and it's just not it's not gonna happen. I mean, I do not like the Joker, but I feel like you should watch the Joker. It yeah. was trying to be something. Yeah. You know, that that is not the case. I mean, I guess these guys are trying they're they're trying to be something. They're trying to be like Daredevil two thousand three. <laughs> you know? I respect that. Yeah. Speaking of movies from 2003, Lord of War is getting a sequel. Hell yeah. I love the first one. Yeah, it's uh, great. This one will be better. No Jared Leto. No Jared Leto. <laughs> He's dead. He dead. <laughs> uh, the moment this guy got released from prison, people started writing the script for this movie, and Nick Cage was happy to do it. <laughs> sure. So, uh, and I'll be happy to watch it, truth be told. I mean, you guys know what a strong, strong supporter I am of Nick Cage, so I, I'm super on board with this. Also, on the note of actors trying to revitalize their career, The Rock is going back to things he knows makes money. (laughs) Uh, We got the announcement that they're making a live-action Moana movie where he would come back as Maui. Sure. Yeah. The guy who directed Hamilton will be directing the movie. And, uh, shocker, he's back in Fast 10 and he'll be in Fast 11. (laughs) Uh, dude, it's, Black Adam broke that guy's fucking brain. It's it's yeah. just funny because when the when the static started between The Rock and uh, and Vin Diesel, everyone was on the Rock side. Everyone thought Vin Diesel was ridiculous. I don't think we're thinking that anymore. No, it's kind of like when The Rock came back to fight John Cena, and everybody just assumed uh, The Rock was going to be the hero, and the crowd got on board for John Cena. Something that, even though he's always a babyface, they had never really done, but they got super behind that dude. I think The Rock sometimes. 
I think The Rock doesn't always know what's cool about The Rock. Mm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The I'm, rundown is what's cool about The, the Rock. The rundown is what's cool about villain, The Rock. Villain wrestling rock is what's cool about well, The Rock. Well, even to this, even to the Fast series, Hobbs in Fast Five is so fucking cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and you kind of dilute that character as you go on. Right. But uh, I, this is a fine return. For, Moana, I could give. Right. Less of a shit about. Right. Like, I don't care. I just like, I don't give a shit about any of these Disney live action remakes. Yeah. You know. I think we talked about this already on here, and uh, so apologies. But th- that's just Disney. He needed a job, and Disney's like, well, we're not ready to do Frozen yet. So right. we'll throw this bone to you. After Jungle Cruise and Black Adam and Super Pets, it's just been a bad run for that guy. Like, did Super Pets even come out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my kids watched it. So I guess the kind of like semi-big news here before we finish up with our trailers is we got a Fantastic Four cast leak. Now, normally, we're pretty good about not covering rumor mill things here. But, uh, one, all the rumors stopped when this came out. Right. And then, number two, Marvel is not going to be at Hall H this year at San Diego Comic-Con, nor is there a D23. So when would they officially announce sure. this? Uh I don't know. Kind of leads me to believe this is legitimate. I'm I'm pretty on board with believing this. I, there's at least two of them that I just want to believe, but yeah. I, uh, I I kind of believe this. So you're gonna have to fill in for me because I don't remember one of them. But uh, well, okay, one of them nobody knows. Paul, what's his face? Yeah, the kid who's playing Johnny Storm. Yeah, I don't know him. You don't know him. Nobody knows him. It's it's another one of the reasons why I kind of believe this. If you're gonna make shit up, why would you make sup shit up with some kid nobody's ever yeah. heard of? He's in Gladiator too. I think he's the lead in that movie. Good for him. Whenever I guess. that comes out. Uh, but Adam Driver is old Reed Richards, which just fucking spot on. Sure. I, I'm super on board with that. I could not be more on board with uh, that. I'm going to save Sue for last because that's the shocking one right. to me. Uh, David Diggs oh. as the thing. Oh. Here. I'm going to now talk about why this one's my favorite one. And I'm just going to go ahead and uh, say in the beginning of this, there's going to be some mild racial profiling in this. So in my days of working in the comic book store, whenever a black dude walked into the comic book store, not a black geek, but just like a black dude walked in, he was always looking for Thor or the Hulk, a big guy who smashed things. I don't know why, but that was, and I thought maybe that's just a thing with Pensacola. Maybe that's, but I've talked to guys who work in comic stores in other cities. And at least during that era, that was a thing. Thor was very popular among black dudes. Um, the, the Hulk was. So they've kind of already shot their wad on those two characters. They can't switch casting on those and put those asses in the seat. They've kind of lost those, uh, that sort of opportunity. But the thing's kind of a big guy who smashes things. He's a little more moody than those two, a little more depressed. But the problem is, with racially switching uh, the thing, is the thing is canonically Jewish. David Diggs is Jewish. Exactly. So that was my thing. You need to black cast a black Jewish guy as this. But that's rare. You've got, you've got Lenny Kravitz, mm-hmm. who's not an actor. You've got Slash not an actor. You've got Eric Andre, who's going to like puke on everybody in this set. <laughs> so 
I was like, who could you do? Hang on a second. Eric Andre is the thing I'm also willing to consider, but carry on. Uh, uh, So so I couldn't think of who else it could be. And then, uh, you know, this dude's name came up, and I was like, perfect. Because also, I love this dude. This guy's my favorite part of Hamilton. He was great on Kimmy Schmidt. He just seems like a... I haven't watched his... uh, his fucking doomsday train TV show, but you know, I didn't really like the movie of that either. <gasps> That's a fighting words for Joseph. I'm sure. <laughs> of course, Joseph loves that movie. How dare you? It's so simple. The only way you could love that movie more is if there was a lady robot in it that you wanted to bone that ended up killing you. You oh, know, that's probably true. Um, so I'm super, super down with this casting. I really, if any of it's true, I hope this one's true. The final one, the shocking one is Sue Storm which I think is going to be Margot Robbie. This was the one that was most surprising to me because I know she's not, but she feels older yeah. than Adam Driver. Yeah, I, I don't think she is. I mean, she was only like 20, maybe 21 in Wolf of Wall Street. Like, she was real young. I just think she's always played an adult, and he hasn't. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> she just feels older but they may be doing that on purpose because you know there's some there's some sketchy stuff in Marvel continuity about the age, age gap, gap of yeah, uh, between the two of, of them. the two. So maybe they're maybe they're trying to just take that talk off the table with this. But you know, I like Margot Robbie. This would be surprising because that would probably mean she's done with Harley yeah. Quinn, which is, and, would be wild. Because yeah. I was sure they would hang on to her if she, they hang on to anything. She is probably the most marketable like live action DC thing that they've got. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, the other, the other name that you hear a lot is Vanessa Kirby, who I don't think she's necessarily a superstar on her own, but she's been in the last like three Mission Impossible movies right? made yeah. a bajillion dollars. Right. So, uh, but all the four of them together has always been Margot Robbie. And it's just, it's hard for me to believe to the exact same point. Do you let her, does she continue to get to be Harley Quinn? Or are we just saying we're done or she's done with Harley, which is just my body. It's going crazy yeah. to do yeah. that. I mean, particularly since this is, I mean, I think a year ago, two years ago, switching from DC Warner to Marvel Disney was a sure bet who wouldn't do it. Yeah. But at this point, things are a little shakier. Like it, Marvel isn't batting a thousand lately and DC is about to get a leg up. So like it would be pretty bold if she switched. The brave and the bold. I have one more thought since since we were talking about how cool David Diggs is because <laughs> I totally agree. Right. Uh, you know, favorite part of Hamilton, he's just a, a eminently charismatic guy. Right. Is he cool enough to make it's clobbering time a thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I think it's clobbering time is a thing. Regardless, it's one of my favorite things. But uh, but yeah, I would worry that some actors might try to deliver that too subtly. You know, like like the cyborg booyah yeah. in the Josh Whedon Justice League. I don't think David Diggs is going to do that. I think he'll go for it. So that also makes him the right guy. All right. So finishing up with our last three trailers, the first one that I think we probably have the least amount of thoughts on, Haunted Mansion. Um, I think this movie's going to suck. It probably is. Yeah. Is it going to be better or worse than the Eddie uh, uh, Murphy version? I think it might be better than yeah. that. It's got Lakeith Stanfield in it, so I'm going to see it. Yeah, I, Rosario Dawson, Owen Wilson, Lakeith Stanfield. You do have a lot of random-ass people that you hate. Every time we, <laughs> know, we talk about the casting of some movie, there's just like one person you have like a vendetta against. Yeah. Are we I, saying Rosario Dawson? Yes, I am saying yeah. Rosario Dawson. <laughs> you have a vendetta against Rosario Dawson? She's not my favorite. It's been really hard for me to accept her as a soap. Oh, right on. I met her at Celebration. I was like, 
Hey, cool. Mm. I've always liked her. Sure. Um, my big complaint about this movie is enough of the cast has been in other haunted house movies that that should have been the shit. It feels like it on purpose. Like they sh- everyone should have been someone from another haunted yeah. house movie. Listen, the I Haunted Mansion is my favorite amusement park ride of all time. It's incredible. It's 50 years old and it still holds up in its entirety. Where I fell off on this is in the California version of the ride, there is a character called the Hatbox Ghost. Uh, it is coming to Walt Disney World like 50 years later, but uh, it's a kind of an iconic character. Fucking Jared Leto is playing. Ah, oh, fair enough. We're out. God, yeah. We're all out. We're at, uh, <laughs> it really, really took me out. How I, does that guy keep getting jobs? I fucking don't know. What, what if we met Jared Leto and he was great? I don't believe I can't it. accept I can't. I don't think it's true either, but I mean... I don't know. I mean, that's basically at this point, that's the only thing I'm working on is somebody just must really like this dude. dude. And, and I talk a lot of shit about the guy. I've streamed Kings and Queens enough to at least have paid the guy a buck 25. <laughs> so, like, obviously I've donated to his career, but I can't stand him. What's the last movie he did that was a, like, that was a rousing success? That made money? Yeah. Or was, like, highly praised? Really, either one. I mean, Dallas Buyers Club. I mean, th- that that would be the answer for both, though, and that's yeah. that. Would you know the McConaissance has come and gone yeah. since then? Yeah. You he know, was, he was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but we like to forget about it. Well, I mean, I think he was good in that, but that movie was not. That was a critical success, yeah. but not a financial. Not a financial, and he's not in it that much, right? No. Second is Killers of the Flower Moon. Martin Scorsese's like three and a half hour epic. I don't know what <laughs> I, I love that I love that as he gets as he gets closer to his own mortality he's like no I can I can spend as long as I want yeah, I'm not fucking cutting shit <laughs> not a goddamn thing uh, this has got Leo and you know all the literally everybody people, everyone yeah. you fucking are used to and Jason Isbell it looks good you know I don't know if you guys are familiar with this story before this is a real thing that like people based basically rich people white people moved into this town and were like slowly over time killing the indigenous people who currently live there right um it's also one of like the first major cases the fbi had at its Mm. founding um it it is a pretty interesting story Uh, i think it's interesting that leo works for j edgar in this since he's played j J edgar Edgar. yeah Uh, yeah whatever scorsese's next movie is apparently about christ because he met the pope or something yep uh, he's already made a movie about christ he's made two of them uh and then finally which by the way you know, Scorsese, uh, we're, I'm going to go off on the stage for a second. Scorsese likes to work with the same people, right? Right. Made him, maybe Adam Driver is a piece of shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the only one that was one and done. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, his other Christ movie, I don't think Willem Dafoe ever worked with him again. That can't be true, is it? I can't think of another time I don't he know did. I either, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to think about it. Um, but. but, I mean, you know, Martin Scorsese, he's winding down. It's not just that we won't have him much longer. We won't have guys like him much no. longer. Yeah. So no, no, no. Anything he does, I'm going to watch. Yeah. Uh, I guess him and Spielberg like spontaneously called David Zaslav today and was like, you have to stop. You have to like, you have to stop cutting. Like, right. you keep cutting things to save money, saving money. It's like ruining the art form. Yeah. Right. It's like that. But uh, And then finally, we finally sought to see some shit from Dune 2. Yep. Oh, uh, God. Most anticipated movie of the year. Florence Pugh's in it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I feel like in this one they'll have to expand 
Florence Pugh's part. Yes. They'll have to expand uh, Lady Jessica's part, you know, because, I mean, really, oh, la- she's not in the second nope. half of that book very much at all. Lady Jessica I th- is going to have to be at least 80% more featured mm. in this than... But the first one was so good, they've earned a right to go in their own direction. Yeah. Christopher Walken, fucking Elvis Presley. Yep. I mean, I I could not be more excited about yeah. that. Uh, you know, and, and Christopher Walken, man, it's time for him to do something to stop being the a Wakanaissance. Right. Yeah. The, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like. Yeah. The, I mean, this is this is what they make movies for, man. Yeah, I'm excited for everything about this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be great and i want people to go see it because denny villeneuve has said he wants to do the third one or the second book but as a third movie right and uh paul becomes a raging asshole and absolutely the villain of the franchise at that point and i want i want people who don't know that to experience that and And i want timothy chalamet to do it yeah no totally i want timothy chalamet like just the people who live and die for him to feel that yeah you know it would be like if in jedi luke became the villain you know that's pretty fun so that's the news that's the news yeah we didn't talk about priscilla do you do you have i don't really have much i mean i think that i think that so you know if you hear they're making a Priscilla movie right after the Elvis movie, your your immediate thought is, oh, well, this is going to have to be some kind of hit piece. But, I mean, so Kafia Coppola, she is very positive in appropriate age gaps. So I think <laughs> I, I don't think this will be a hit piece. And, and the trailer looks good. That's about all I got. Yeah. I, dude, it's just so much Elvis content. Right. <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know what though, I'm more excited about the Wham documentary that's coming to uh, a Netflix than I am Priscilla. So that will be fun too. Yeah. yeah. So that's the that's news. the news. Alrighty. What have we been watching the last? Is there not an email? Oh God damn it! You're you so love good to forget that. I do shit. love to forget email. Uh, so we did get an email, which I'm actively pulling up from one of our loyal listeners. You know, Susie, I know you. And I'm, I'm sure that you sat down and had a very, like, even-tempered, calm uh, demeanor when you wrote this. But that's not how I'm going to read it, because it's funnier the way that I read it the first time. Uh, <clears throat> this is a direct response to uh, uh, some of our comments in our Spider-Verse episode, I believe. The Little Mermaid is way better than fine. <laughs> I went to see both Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and The Little Mermaid, and the one I'll be rewatching is The Little Mermaid. <laughs> These movies are one minute apart in length, and Little Mermaid is the one I didn't feel that didn't feel long to me. Halle Bailey is excellent. I love that Eric is an actual character in the story, and he is as attractive as a prince should be. Uh, Melissa McCarthy does a great job as Ursula. Aquafina is my favorite part as Scuttle, and I loved her song. Sebastian was really enjoyable. The only character I thought was lacking was Flounder, and that's a minor thing. It was a great time, and I love watching this little two-year-old girl of color dancing in the aisle the whole time. Based on my parents' feedback, I think whether you're 2 or 62, anyone would enjoy it. I may be slightly biased as a redhead who grew up in the 90s, but I give it five stars. Thanks, Susie. <laughs> you know what? As someone who watched Spider-Man 3 for around the 60th time today, I, I, I'm on board with anybody who wants to stand by an opinion that the world thinks is wrong. <laughs> I like how last time we recorded, you got a gift. I got a direct rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> and my gift was great, by the way. It was everything I'd hoped it would I'm be. I'm so glad. So, what I've been watching? Yep. Guys, you know, our famous rating scale here is better or worse than Transformers. So, 
At least one of us had to see the new fucking Transformers movie. I want to see it so bad, but I, I haven't had time. I have seen it. All right! Transformers Rise of the Beast. Let me say this. I'm going to start off by saying this. Bumblebee is still the best Transformers movie. It's, it's, I mean, totally. Uh, Which is why I didn't make any money. People <laughs> are awful. This is probably the second best Transformers right on. movie. Right Oh, shit. Uh, it's actually pretty fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. Right. Like, I questioned... A lot of the plot motivations in it, because you're like, I don't. This, this is just fucking. This is just jumbled together. It's fine, cause it's a blast. Some things that really stand out to me: soundtrack, fucking kicks. I love '90s hip hop. It's fucking <laughs> loaded with '90s hip hop. Uh, Anthony Ramos is a really good lead. I mean, totally like he's the best lead. I mean, I would still say Haley Steinfeld is probably the best lead. Right. Uh, but comparing him to Marky Mark and Fucking I was about Shia to say, it's a reasonably low bar to yeah, clear. Yeah, right. he's so much better. Uh, the voice cast is really, really good. Surprisingly, fucking Pete Davidson as Mirage. Mirage is the lead Autobot in it, mm. and they have really good chemistry together. Mm. And the Maximals, way fucking cooler in the movie than that show is when I watched it as an adult. Um, I don't know all about this. I was a really big fan of. They have. I would say officially have distanced themselves um, from the Michael Bay stuff. We are in reboot territory. Good. I thought for a minute I could see the plot pieces lining up where you could be like, we can tell this story in the 90s before and you could still line up. And then at the end of the movie, they choose not to do those things. So uh, it really does stand on its own. I don't really think that's a spoiler because if you've watched the trailer, you know Unicron is in it. And if right. you've watched the Michael Bay movies, Unicron is also in those. <laughs> but no, it's it's better than Transformers. It's worth a watch. It's a good two hours at the theater. Um, I think it's doing okay financially. I would be fine if it did a little bit better because I would like to see this cast of characters again. It ends on a pretty surprising twist. Uh, if you don't know it, don't watch it. Uh, or, or like, don't. Don't look it up. Go in there cold and try to see what it is because it's a fun fun. I only kind of know the concept of it because of a comic book that came out this week, but I still don't know the exact spoiler. Yeah, I mean, it's not much more than that. You say it's surprising. If you gave me five guesses, I think I could have gotten it, but... (laughs) You know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I tell you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, that's it. Yeah. Love it. Um... Okay, well, that, um, first of all, that's exciting, right? Because I do want to see that. I just haven't had time. Man, uh, I'm going to talk about something painful today. So, uh, for most of my life, I have been a strong supporter of the beverage sweet tea. Mm. Sweet tea has been my favorite beverage. In fact, if you went back and found old Jehu's MySpace page, his three entrances, comic books, rock and roll, and sweet tea. As much as I talk about the other two at this show, on this show, you must know I love sweet tea. And when I was talking about that, I was usually talking about Chick-fil-A sweet tea because it's the fucking gold standard. They do not make better sweet tea than Chick-fil-A. You know, and I downed a lot of that over the years. You know, both times I was in the life, I, I was always working nearby a Chick-fil-A, which facilitated that. Drank so much of it. Uh... I had sort of parted from Chick-fil-A a few years ago when they, you know, when they took the anti-gay stance, I didn't necessarily break with them because of that, even though I don't, even though I, I do think that's bad, but it's more that just the place got 
so much busier when that happened. Like, I just always thought that was so fucking gross. If you look at the timeline, when they started to ha- having to do the fucking lanes and the people directing traffic, it was exactly when Chick-fil-A came out as homophobes. That's fucking gross. And I would think that was a gross if even it was an opinion I agreed with. Because I don't think there should be politics in Delicious. <laughs> um, so... I actually hadn't, and plus, I stopped living the life, so I'm not near a Chick-fil-A anymore. So I hadn't really had a drink of Chick-fil-A sweet tea in about four years, I think. Wow. So the other morning, I was out getting groceries. I was a little hungry. I was like, man, I, I was going to Publix. I was like, man, I'll fucking get me an egg and cheese biscuit and a sweet tea. Sweet uh, Chick-fil-A sweet tea, worse than Transformers. What? They changed something, man. It was as bad as a McDonald's sweet tea. <laughs> and McDonald's sweet tea is not the worst. Like, you know, fucking um, Taco Bell, Subway are both worse. But they're like bag and box shit. They don't even deserve to be discussed. But to be as bad as McDonald's now... And I know what someone out there is probably thinking. It was early in the morning. Maybe it's last night's sweet tea. I know what last night's sweet tea tastes like at Chick-fil-A. I've drank it many times. That wasn't the problem with this. They've changed something, and I'm not on board. Chick-fil-A sweet tea, worse than Transformers. It's the bigotry seeping in. I think it is. I think it's the, <laughs> I, I, well, you know, there are a lot of gay folk in the restaurant in the industry. Maybe they're losing those people, and maybe that's why it's not as good. <laughs> the uh, I'm going to challenge your hypothesis, though. Okay. Uh, when it comes to bigotry sweet tea, mm-hmm. the best is Paula Deen's. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to Lady and Sons in Savannah, Georgia, <laughs> but I would recommend going purely for the sweet tea. <laughs> uh, I dream about it at night. It's been <laughs> 10 years since I've had it. Right. Uh, fucking incredible. It's got like three times the amount of sugar and they add mint to it, and it's of an incredible combination. Right on. Uh, that's the best sweet tea. Okay. When it comes to bigots, anyway. Sure. Right. Do you have anything else, sir? No, that's it. All right. Uh, well, for me, I went and rewatched Across the Spider-Verse, which uh, I mentioned both because I loved it and I wanted to see it again, and two, because I wanted to reopen the floor to anything we fucking missed the first time. <laughs> the fucking score. The well, score. Well, so, and that's the, the amazing thing about it is like, you know, movies have scores and soundtracks. Mm. You know, sometimes they just have one. You know, they just use a soundtrack. Right. Uh, and usually one is, like, better than the other, stronger than the other. That's right. not the case with this movie. Both, like, the orchestral mm-hmm. score and the soundtrack are both in fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I, I both, uh, you know, it was something we missed last time. I've been listening to both uh, on, on my Spotify since then. Also, I just, I fucking love the 2099 theme. It's so fucking futury sinister in just, like, this perfect way. I love it so much. Uh, Other, like, little detail-y thing. I just love the small things that they didn't have to make a thing that they just decided to make visually interesting. I love how just, like, the weird body horror of the bioorganic go home machine that's just like this creepy kind of living spider that crawls out of the ceiling and like webs you up right uh fucking terrifying just good stuff and finally i one thing we didn't talk about i'm surprised none of us talked about what are the odds of rio morales living through beyond the spider-verse not good yeah i'd say not. i don't good. think good either yeah i don't yeah <laughs> 
she gets uh, so much screen time in this movie yeah. in a way that, uh, you know, maybe we just want to show what a good relationship he has with his mom. I but... mean, or by saving his father, he kills his mother. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, he comes to, like, some sort of closure with her. They they have a good relation at the end. Him and the dad do not. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's by lost rules, she's dead. Yeah, 100%. Anybody who finds closure, <laughs> they're gone at the end of the episode. That's funny. The only thing that we did not talk about that I it hit, has hit me later is that Miguel O'Hara's motivation is the same as Kingpin's in the first one. He does mm, oh, the yeah, exact definitely. same is, thing. Yeah. Uh, but he's learned the lesson of it. Right. You can't replace your family and right. things like that. Oh, that's that's sharp. I didn't notice yeah. that. That's cool. It is going to be a bummer if, if the end result of this whole movie is that you can't save everybody. Yeah. Like, no, uh, I think that is. <laughs> Miles has been fighting that the whole time. That's been like his whole yeah. thing. Anyway, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I watched some other anime, but I don't really want to fucking talk about it. Uh, I will. I did. I re-canceled my Netflix subscription. <laughs> uh, I can't remember why I brought it back, but I I canceled it again. Which I don't love it anyway because I don't watch anything on it, and it's the most expensive streaming service that I have. Right. But they fucking took off a silent voice, which is mm. like one of my go-to movies. I I know it seems too sad to just be like a comfort turn it on movie, but I just watch that shit whenever. Whenever I don't have anything else to watch, and now it's fucking nowhere. Now I have to fucking buy it or something. Yeah, fuck that. You well, know, I mean, like, I'm, I'm yeah. total. I'm down with you having should it, buy it. I should buy it. But Support like, the media, bro. That was the only thing that they had going for. I'm them. right there with you because you know my like my like go to show for the past few months has been IT Crowd. I like to watch it and pretend I have friends. Sure. And um, they took it off Netflix, and it's nowhere else. I had to buy it. So fuck Netflix. Netflix worse than Transformers. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Guys, I have one more thing to talk about. Sure. But I'm just teasing it right now. I'm okay. not going to talk about it. I'm in the middle of it. But when I say what it is, <laughs> you guys are going to fucking lose your shit. Okay. But I think that's it for for this week. Do we want to try for The Flash next week? Do we give that much of a shit? Here's where Jehu is. I don't care what we do next week, but I riot if the week after is an indie. So Dial of Destiny is not this Friday, it's next right. Friday. Right, this Friday, is, I think the big movie that's come out is Asteroid City. Yeah. Which, which I, mean, I can't wait to see. I would do an episode on that also, but... Uh, but who knows if he's going to play in town. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, I'm I'm totally... I will have The Flash watched before next week if we want to do it, but if we want yeah, to... Yeah, I'll shoot for The Flash. Yeah, right, we'll, we'll plan for that then. Uh, but thank you everybody for listening. If we don't do it, can we do Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Fuck Whoa, yes. Oh, hang on oh. a second. That might be better. Yes, I'm. I'm one because I've been wanting to watch that again. I, I'm. I've been thinking because I'm one of the people who, when I originally watched it, liked it, and then realized over time that I didn't. <laughs> but I. But I'm wondering if maybe now, divorced from any expectations, if I can just like like it for what it is. That's what I think we should do personally. Yeah, I, I already have thoughts on it, but you know what? Let's just, I like it. We'll, we'll do the indie review and then uh, then the new indie. Okay. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, please rate and subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast. If you had any thoughts about any of the news, any of the Fantastic Four uh, uh, casting, any of your favorite black Jews, you can, <laughs> you can read us at realfunniesgmail.com. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody knows some black Jews <laughs> beside the four that I mentioned. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, Real Funnies, and Instagram, Real underscore Funnies. Thanks to Zach Evans for Art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. <laughs> <laughs>